0: You're listening to the Madcast Media Network, madcastmedia.com. You know, it takes a lot of qualities to become a congressman. I mean, typically you have to be a strong leader, a a free thinker, and uh, somebody who really knows what's good for those out there. The qualities they're not usually looking for... Being a pedophile, a rapist, a white nationalist, and someone who has previously threatened the life of the President of the United States of America. Tonight on the show, I'm going to be talking to one of the latter types. His name is Nathan Larson, and here he was interviewed by Huffington Post, that wonderful journal, Huffington Post, um, about his proclivities. Here's a video called, I'm a Pedophile, Congressional Candidate Admits. He's attracted to kids. This is from Huffington Post. There's Nathan Larson. Nathan Larson is running for Congress, and he admits he's a pedophile. Which, really. The 37-year-old accountant from Charlottesville, Virginia, that's my home uh, state, Virginia, admitted this to Huffington Post on Thursday and has bragged about raping his ex-wife. In a phone call, Larson said that he created the now-defunct websites Suiped.org and Encelocalypse.today, chat rooms that served as gathering places for pedophiles and violence-minded misogynists like himself. His sites were terminated by their domain host on Tuesday. A lot of people are tired of political correctness and being constrained by it. That's a quote by Nathan. People prefer when there's an outsider who doesn't have anything to lose. Well, obviously, Nathan has absolutely nothing to lose when it comes to this race. So we're going to talk to him about that tonight on the show. Let's go bully the internet. This is Pod Awful. Pot Awful sucks.
1: So yourself back you want to die. It off, make knees, won't let you fly. It off and quench, you know what? Funny. I have won, really
0: your I ass. Mean, What's up, guys? I'm your host Jesse PS. You can friend me on Facebook facebook.com/slash Mark Zuckerberg's Asian dildo. Facebook.com/slash Mark Zuckerberg's Asian dildo. I do implore you, friend me at that. Um, account because I have lost my main accounts. I was permanently, permanently sucked, 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 sucked. at facebook.com slash Jesse PS. So make sure you send me that friend request, okay? It's the only place you're going to find me pretty soon. And, you know, after that, I mean, in the dark future that's coming up right around the corner when it comes to this political correctness, am I right? Uh, I'm no longer going to have any social media accounts. I think we can all just go ahead and call that right now. That's almost certainly going to be the case. So make sure you friend me, facebook.com slash Mark Zuckerberg's Asian dildo. Which might come into play, that sort of concept, in just a minute here when we get into our interview with a pedophile and, of course, a a hopeful future congressman. You know, this guy, um, some of you are going to have a violent reaction, negative reaction to him, but I want to hear him out. I'm not entirely sure if he was being 100% truthful with Huffington Post or not. And to be honest, there are some things that he and I not only share in common but even agree on, obviously not the pedophile part. We'll talk to him about it. We're going to give him his fair shake in just a second here. But before we do, we are live as we are every Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time over at Podawful.tv. We've got the live video stream going on right now, which if you're not watching live, you can check out the video later at YouTube.com slash Podawful. Subscribe to us there. And of course, I would say hit that bell icon, but I guess that's fucking meaningless now. Oh, boy. Tiny Nassim taught them nothing. She really taught them nothing. But anyway, subscribe to us on YouTube. And we do have the chat room going on right now that we call the Chaz Room. Let's check in with that chat room right now, see what they're saying. Oh, my God, I'm so excited, says Corey. How is he not in jail, says Joshua. Well, we don't know if he's offended yet. I'll make sure to ask him if he's actually a pedophile who is offended or if he is what's called a virtuous pedophile. Seems like an oxymoron, but we'll find out. The dark future is here, says Elizabeth, and I do agree with that as well. Let's get our guest on the uh, show tonight. Let's, uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to Skype in with him. So, of course, it's got this terrible fucking ringtone that you cannot turn off. Thanks, Skype. Thanks, Internet. Okay, let's see. Nathan, you there?
1: Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy.
0: Uh, Not yet. Can you turn your camera on for me? Just hit the little camera icon. There we go. Perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is our guest for tonight, running for Congress. This is Nathan Larson. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So, yeah, you've got a little bit of background noise in there, so I apologize to the listeners out there, but it's really uh, not much we can do about it. So, Nathan, you were interviewed by Huffington Post, uh, I think it was Tuesday, correct? Uh, Yes.
1: Something like that. Something like that, okay. and Like the 31st, I think.
0: Somewhere around there. And so, uh, of course, this, this news story blew up. I'm not sure if you were even on the map as far as running for Congress before that or not. But, of course, that's where I first heard of you. And I'm not sure if they quoted you correctly on everything, if they gave you a fair shake. I want to make sure I fully understand your platform, your ideals, who you are as a man. Because I think there's a lot of people out there just sort of running with this story and not really thinking any harder about it. it. Would I be correct in assuming that? Do you think that's true?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they certainly went with a certain angle, right. and, I, and I have the raw transcript. But uh, yeah.
0: Oh, did you like record the conversation you had with Huffington Post?
1: Yeah. Uh, but I mean. Yeah, because there was a point where he was like, okay, so is this what it is? And I was like, well, it's a mix. So then they kind of went with that.
0: Okay, so let me ask you this. Let's start with the Huffington Post article and all this kind of stuff. And then we'll, we'll work from uh, you know the things that you and I agree on, and, or at least that I could uh, hear you out on, to the things where we disagree um, as we go along in this. But let's start with that article. Um, how did they first approach you, contact you about this?
1: So I think what had happened was uh, uh, Andy had been looking, monitoring my uh, websites, and is Andy the guy that wrote the article? Right. Yeah. Okay. So and then he noticed that uh, uh, that my campaign website had gone down, Mm -hmm. and so uh, he called and asked me about it.
0: Now what? Yeah. You're so you had a few websites that they actually asked you about during the uh, article. What were those websites called again?
1: So there was uh, incel apocalypse, mm-hmm. uh s- Suicidal Pedophiles Forum. Right, and that
0: was a forum for people who are pedophiles that are suicidal?
1: Uh, yeah, it, it was a uh, project where we were advocating that people who don't fit into society should be allowed to kill themselves.
0: Okay, and I agree with that. I 100% agree. I think anybody should be able to end their life for any reason they see fit
1: um well yeah yeah and we were coming at it from the angle of well you always say these guys should just kill themselves so why don't you actually offer them the means you know there's a contradiction because you say why don't you go kill yourself but then uh society's gonna do everything it can you know if it finds one of them who tried to kill themselves do try to revive them right
0: so this guy, Andy, who uh, helped write this article, he was monitoring you uh, as it was. And then these websites went down. Why did the websites go down that day?
1: Um, oh, okay, so, so DreamHost had received some complaints from uh, some users of the Tears subreddit who had said, uh, go ahead and oh, he shut this down because he's got all this content. You know, he's got pedophiles on this site. He's got, right. you know, pro-rape people. Right. Yeah. And and as people became aware that Insult Tears was uh, watching them, I think they start having fun by being edgier probably too.
0: Right, of course. That's, that's the typical nature of the internet, I think. And that's the part that I feel like I understand reading this article and they're obviously either being willfully ignorant of it or, or actually ignorant of it in the writing of this article about you and your campaign. But let's actually, let's focus in on the campaign a little bit more. And we'll come back to some of these other ideas in a second. Uh, what made you start running for Congress?
1: Uh, it was after uh, last year's campaign, you know, I'd run on a pro patriarchy campaign and well,
0: now I'm behind that a hundred percent.
1: Right. Okay, so my platform was patriarchy and uh, also a general libertarian platform, and then I wanted to take it to the federal level, address federal issues. You know, like at the federal level, we have the Violence Against Women Act, and that act, uh, under federal law, it says, you know, if a restraining order gets issued against you in another state, then uh, every other state in the union has to give that full faith and credit and treat that as if it were its own restraining order. So, like, if if there's someone who wants to get a restraining order and they they live, like, thousands of miles away, they can find a state in the union that has the easiest laws for getting a restraining order, go there, get that enforced federally against you, and defend to defend against that, you would have to go to court, you know, or hire lawyers in another state. You know, it, the plaintiff can file this kind of thing for free you have to actually pay to defend yourself.
0: Why is this issue so close to your heart?
1: Well, it happened to me. So it, somebody... it, my my ex filed a uh, for a restraining order over in Colorado and uh and and their laws about restraining orders okay they they also say that you can get a permanent restraining order against someone and you know it'll be binding f- forever. Uh whereas in Virginia it's only a maximum of, like, two years. Have you
0: ever lived in Colorado, or did she live in Colorado or anything?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. She lived in Colorado, and so that was the basis of the jurisdiction.
0: Oh, okay. So it wasn't that she just went there because it was the easiest place to get one. She actually lived there. Were you harassing, like, were you, you know, coming and showing up? And
1: I, I had sent a letter to her parents saying, Okay, well, she wants a divorce, and I'm ready to just go along with it. And then I kind of laid out my opinions about why the whole thing had gone south. And she was like, oh, now you're...
0: Why well, had uh, it her. gone south? How long had you guys been together?
1: Uh, like, we met uh, on Facebook in December of uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, we actually met on a suicide forum. Uh, mm-hmm. Old suicide holiday. Oh, beautiful! Uh, because we we both have uh, basically like felt that way at various times, and you know she had posted a suicide note, and then I I messaged and was like, "Okay, did you catch the bus?" Which is our uh, terminology for committing suicide, and then yeah, it, it, through a long chain of events, we ended up getting together. Well, I, you know, and, I, and then, it and then, seems and like she, it would be perfect. Came, then I don't, know, came, I can't
0: imagine why it didn't but, work out.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, like basically, she's had kind of a borderline personality. She's mm. pretty impulsive and all that.
0: Well, all women do. Um, I, uh, obviously. Yeah,
1: in the end, it's kind of a label, but you know, it's a it's a set of phenomena that we kind of if it, yeah, you can kind of sum up in that way.
0: Yeah, basically, uh, I believe. I mean, every girl I've ever dated has uh, certainly been borderline. So okay, so things didn't work out. You sent maybe a strongly worded letter to her parents, and she'd had about
1: enough of it.
0: Did you guys have? Uh, did you have kids together?
1: Well, okay, that was the thing. So uh, she was pregnant, uh, and and we had gone to the hospital together because she was having some problems, and and they were like, "Oh, by the way, you're pregnant." And then after she left me uh, in in June, then like. Uh, a week and a half later, you know, she put on Facebook, oh, we lost the baby, blah, blah, blah. You know, they said that the baby's heart stopped. And and then she texted my mom and said, yeah, we lost the baby. Mm-hmm. And so so I believed that she had had a, had a miscarriage and all that time I thought that. But then nine months later, you know, she had a kid and I still did not know about that. And then um so she tried to hide her pregnancy from you then the day after she killed herself i got a call from cps saying oh by the way you have a kid and also your ex-wife killed herself
0: oh okay i didn't realize she actually did finally catch that bus
1: uh yeah so what had happened was cps took the kid because they'd gotten a tip saying okay this this mother is really mentally ill she's suicidal um, and th- this is a problem with Facebook. You know, when you put your personal business on Facebook, the people you think are your friends can be screen capping stuff and right. forwarding it on to CPS and other agencies. Right. You know, you're putting all this stuff in writing. You know, a lot of people have lost their uh, kids that way. Right. So, so uh, yeah. So they 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 put her in a mental hospital and they removed her child and then a week after that basically she killed herself and how'd she do I, you it know, it's it's pretty it's pretty evident you what'd know, she bring,
0: do bring, the old right. the old bang or the uh the uh, she, rope she around the neck herself. she hung
1: herself hanged herself yes yeah, you know the thing about uh hanging is the people who are into hanging themselves they're they're usually it's almost like a fetish right uh, they're actually looking forward to she
0: liked them. being choked and they
1: actually, that's true. She did. Yeah, she, yeah, she did. She. So yeah, this was uh, all. It
0: was, you know, it was a long time coming. Basically, like she. Yeah,
1: yeah. She, she had had failed attempts before. Right. She had had all that kind of stuff. She, she had. She was like asking for different, it. Different, literally a hundred different scars from cutting herself. Yeah, yeah. Um, she, she was asking for it. Now, yeah. it, it, but, now but let she, me ask you this though. I, I
0: want to interrupt you there though, Nathan. Let okay. me ask you this. Uh, d- did the being a pedophile or you raping her, like it says here in the article, did that play at all into the dissolution of the relationship?
1: Uh, the thing about uh, the, the rape thing is mm-hmm. it, it was like a story. She was like, it, it, the story kept escalating as time went on. You know, it would keep getting embellished. But yeah, like, like she was saying, oh, you held me down and enforced me. That didn't happen.
0: Oh, okay. I, I'm only going by what they say you said in the article here, so I don't know. So did they misquote you then by saying that uh you bragged about raping your ex-wife?
1: Um I I don't know. I mean I I may have like implied that like jokingly because uh like I, on some of these incel boards or something because right. they were like, Well you're not a uh you're not a, a, a true cell. You know, they like you don't belong in this community. Well, that was something I was
0: going to ask about. Uh, you know, I'm Cell personally, um, but you know, yeah. you seem to be pretty interested. Cell in,
1: brother, yeah. You
0: seem to be pretty interested in the uh, in the incel thing, and I I'm thinking, well, I don't know. You're raping people. You you had a wife. You seem to have sex. Uh, you had a child. Are you really incel? I mean it almost I, you know, I'm starting to think Well I maybe, never claimed to be. Oh okay. I'm no, starting to I was starting know, to think I, I, you were a uh, wolf in sheep's clothing. Maybe you were uh uh in prom and you were lying.
1: I never said I was
0: incel. Oh okay. You're just you just had the boards for the incel. I, I I
1: just I I it was like a uh don't ask, don't tell kind of thing, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just like the military. Uh, because the uh, you're not supposed to brag, you know, and the and the incel is fear. Oh just to be like, oh yeah, I got pussy, blah blah blah, because you know that's going to make them feel bad because they can't have that. Yeah, you don't. So want them to like feel bragging bad. Is, a, is a norm that you're not supposed to do.
0: Let me ask you this, and this is a little off topic, and then we're going to come back to the real topic at hand here. But you know, it recently came out like uh, people very recently started figuring out what this whole incel phenomenon is, um, all because of a terrorist attack. Uh, what do you think about the incel uprising and? And uh, the idea that they're one day going to just start killing.
1: Oh, well it looks like it's already started, but it's like in slow motion because it's only happening like once every several years. Do you
0: think Elliot Roger did anything wrong?
1: Ah, uh, didn't get enough. I guess, I guess by libertarian principles, uh, you'd have to be like, yeah, that you know those people didn't directly commit aggression against them, right. so. Like, yeah, maybe he did, but, like, from a publicity standpoint... Uh,
0: he violated the nap.
1: Yeah, basically, basically I mean, it, yeah, I haven't really analyzed it from that point of view, but, uh, yeah, maybe. Well,
0: we wish the Supreme well. It's Gentleman hard to say, well. like,
1: like, when you don't live in a libertarian society, we got nap violations going on constantly all around us, so...
0: Of course. So, so
1: like, 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 if you're having an uprising, you know... It's, it's the same thing with, like, uh, with the age of consent. People are like, okay, you know, you took advantage of this girl, but it's like, yeah, but she was going to get banged by Chad anyway. So did it really yeah, – cor- did now, I really corrupt it? Now
0: we're getting to the area where you and I we're going to start, you know, not, not agreeing on some stuff, but we're going to come back to that. Let's get back to your congressional run here. Um, so you, you had some personal reasons to try running before, but what made you decide to throw your hat in the game again this time?
1: Uh, I guess just wanting to put those ideas on a larger platform. You right, know. a yeah, lot when of. You're running for Congress, you've got like a ten times larger constituency than when you're running for like a state house.
0: Uh, that makes sense. A lot of people out there though would say, uh, Nathan, uh, there's no, there's no, you have no chance in hell. There's, uh, you're such a dark horse in this race. I, I'm not even sure you're in the race at all. Uh, what would you say to those people? Uh,
1: yeah, the thing about that is. Uh, in this particular race, uh, people really don't like the incumbent. Like I, when I was on the campaign trail, a lot of people were saying about Barbara Comstock. You know, like there'd be an old lady, and she'd say, "You know, I have a bad back, but I will do cartwheels the day that Barbara Comstock is voted out." Right now, so, I'm from
0: uh, uh, I'm from the Commonwealth. Uh, uh-huh. the old, the uh,
1: which o- district? I'm from Richmond, and uh, so, okay, so probably the fourth, maybe.
0: Yeah, somewhere around there yeah and uh i' I can't remember it's been a, i haven't lived there for about nine years now but <clears throat> uh I'm originally from there uh the old Dominion they call it, and so that's part right. of what interested me about your story is you know i my family i have family there i have friends there and everything like that I'm wondering you know i could potentially i could maybe get some people you know throw some uh some political weight your way there uh and it's interesting to me because you and I have another thing in common other than the the state. Um, you actually went... Uh, now, I didn't go to jail for it, so this part you have up on me, but we both got in trouble for threatening to kill the president of the United States of America. Um, uh-huh. Now, how long... You went, you did this. You Apparently you sent a... Is this true? You sent a letter to the Secret Service saying that you would kill... Barack Hussein Obamacare?
1: Uh, okay, that wasn't the way it was worded. It it was more like, in the near future, I will kill the president of the United States. And I, I worded it that way uh, specifically to uh, avoid making it seem like uh, this was like a, a race-motivated thing. Uh, or I that uh, I was targeting one president in particular. Right. But what ended up happening was that the news said, oh yeah, it was Obama they kind uh, of assume.
0: I see. Now what were what was your motivation for saying for sending a letter to the secret service and saying you wanted to kill per, a potential future president?
1: Yeah, it was to make a point about the nap, uh, you know, okay, the government is committing aggression against us. We have the right to use retaliatory force against them.
0: You must have known <laughs> writing a letter though to the secret service was almost certainly going to guarantee you were going to see repercussions from that. I mean, what was going through your head?
1: Yeah, that that was the point. Though it's like, okay, I'm I'm going to uh, you know make a, a sacrifice for the cause. You know, I could use uh, any court proceedings as an opportunity to get my ideas out there. You know, it, because it's a, it's an unusual thing to commit. Uh, yourself so fully to a cause mm-hmm. that you're going to accept you know, all the pain that comes from that. Right. And so that makes it kind of notable. You're martyring uh, yourself. And, you know, but?
0: You're martyring yourself, it sounds like. Well, let me ask you this. How long did you end up in jail over this?
1: Yeah, so uh, I actually went there three times because the first time was on the original fence, and then I had two supervised release violations after that. And you know, actually... Federal supervised release is a lot harder to get through successfully than state level because they just restrict you a lot more. Tell me about it.
0: What? So what? In total, though, how much time did you spend behind bars? Oh yeah, I did a total of forty-six
1: months. Forty-six
0: months. Okay. So you know, now I said uh, we have that in common. I also I was investigated by the Secret Service. They came to my house because I made a series of statements uh, detailing plans on how to sneak into the White House. And kill Obama and his uh, wife and, and children in their sleep. Um, but I was uh-huh. joking when I said I wasn't actually going to do it. I was saying it on this program as a joke. I just happened to do that uh-huh. joke a lot of times over the course of a year and a half. The interesting thing to me, though, is I did not go to jail. But you spent 46 months behind bars as a result.
1: Yeah, and I and they knew that it wasn't a, a serious threat, but they were like, "Well, if you you're making us do this, you know, by not mm. taking the opportunity to re- retract what you said and say I was just joking." Well, it sounds like I there really was a, lucked out. There's there a precedent, you know. There's a, the, the Watts case was a precedent that said, you know, if you are joking, they can't bust you for it. Oh, see, you know, I the circumstance. I didn't know up, that. I I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, because. because because during the Vietnam War, there was a uh, kid who got up at a rally and said, you know, if they if they draft me, the first man I want to get in my sights is LBJ. Or, if they make me carry a rifle, that's what he said. Mm-hmm.
0: See, I, and, and I had no they, idea they going into
1: that. And the Supreme Court let him go.
0: They showed up to my apartment. I thought I was about to get black bagged and on my way to Gitmo. Right. Um, okay. So, you know, I want to establish some common ground, you know, and see where we, uh, where we agree. Of course, I agree with your ideas on patriarchy. Um, could you give people uh, one thing that I thought you said was very interesting. Part of your plan for your platform here is, uh, you would like to get rid of the laws that, uh, stop a, a man from beating or killing his wife when she creates uh, you know, the slightest um, you know misstep against her husband. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm looking at it from a uh, property rights perspective. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, if if women are going to be treated so, like hang property, on. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay, all right, there you go. So I, I want well. I wanted clear to people what what you mean by that is that in your belief, in your estimation, women are property. And so you should be able to do with your property what you see fit.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it'll just be a system that works better. Well, it's
0: sound, holds water, and I agree with that. Um, oh, and by the way, I just wanted to mention this. Uh, it's it's kind of ironic that, you know, uh, or I guess it's not ironic, but it's interesting that, that uh, you know, you did go to jail for that time and you're still able to run for Congress because while you were behind bars, I believe it was, the governor of Virginia got rid of the law that says you cannot run for political office if you are a former felon. Uh, well, the
1: thing about that is, applies to state level offices. So, like last year, you know, in order to run for delegate, I had to have my rights restored. But federally, it, uh, the Constitution only puts like three requirements for running for Congress or the presidency. Uh, and you know, there's an age, a residency requirement, at but they, uh, there, no one's allowed to add to those requirements. You know, they can't add a requirement that you be a non-felon. Right. And that, you know, maybe the reason that wasn't put in there was that uh, back then they used to just kill felons. You know, like like the, like the early Congresses would just hang you, for like piracy or counterfeiting or any of that kind of stuff. So we probably didn't have a whole lot of felons running around.
0: Uh, I want to. I just want to go to the uh, chat room here really quick. And uh, what I'm hoping to do at the end of this, and if you don't mind, is after I've finished interviewing you, we'll sort of go to the chat room for like a town hall kind of thing and let them ask some questions through me. Gotcha. And you can answer any of the questions they have. But I see in the chat room right now they're saying some stuff, and I just want to address some of it right now. Um, someone says, yeah, where's the roasting for pedophilia? Yeah. Uh, to be fair, technically children are property also, says somebody else. Hey guys, we're going to touch every base we can here. We're going to ask all the questions. We're going to need to understand everything. Somebody says, yeah, I like him now. I think that was in response to your ideas on, uh, on property rights. But, um, so let's get into some more of your, uh, platform and We'll move toward these things as we go. Uh, uh, what, now, number one, you said you want to stop the war on drugs. I'm fully on board with that. I believe the war on drugs has been a total disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so, is right. is your idea to just it, would you pardon everybody who is currently incarcerated for drugs? Oh, Immedi- uh, sure, immediate release. Okay, um, I'm. I agree with that one. Uh, let's talk about the uh, the theme of. And I, I'm getting some of this. You have you had a manifesto, so to speak, uh, you know, to use a, a term uh, on, online. It's no longer officially up, but somebody did manage to archive it before it was taken down. And so I'm actually kind of uh, pulling from that a little bit. I do recommend people try to find it, the Nathan Larson for Congress campaign manifesto. It's an interesting read. And I notice you use a lot of um, sort of meme imagery and uh, fash wave imagery. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, I was uh, hanging out in the art uh, ArtRike uh, Discord channel for a while before. I think it got taken down or they they cleared out all the lurkers or whatever, but I was just gathering whatever artwork I could.
0: Okay. Um, see, now I think this is one thing I want to address right away is I think people see stuff like that and they think, well, maybe this guy's just trolling. So Is there any, even a, and you can be straight with me, like, like, uh, to put it out there, I am a troll. I'm literally paid to troll people. That's what I do. And so I have no problems if that's the case. But I think people are wondering, is this a troll campaign? Is there an element of trolling to this? Is he sort of talking some of this up bigger than it actually is? Or... And I understand and respect it if you want to, you know, keep that under your hat, but I have to ask, are, uh, are you trolling?
1: I, I think, like, like the nature of how this activism works is that, I, one thing, I, I think people are kind of figuring out what they believe. I think we're in a period now where, like, the alt-right as it exists now is not the final stage of it. Right. You know, libertarianism is having to evolve to incorporate Patriarchal ideas as we discover. Okay, feminism didn't work, but now what? You know, how do we mesh mesh this stuff? You, you know, because people have always said that uh, that the far right and libertarianism don't go together. So it's like, okay, so these ideas are evolving, and when people aren't really sure, a lot of times they'll just kind of joke about it, and and uh, they're like, well, what if this? What if that? You know, because in joking, you know, you have more freedom to. Kind of explore different things, but yeah, and also, uh, it uh, it's it's just kind of fun, you know. It, we're also in a state where uh, we're getting shut down a lot. So, yeah,
0: don't um, you don't have to tell me about that? It, I the, know
1: the, that. the absurdity of the situation is so much that you know it, you, it's easy to become black-pilled and then you're like, all right, I'm just going to joke about it, you know? Right. Uh, uh, so
0: there's a little so bit there. there, there there's an element of it in there, but you're not, you're, you're serious. You're joking about serious things, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah. Okay. And obviously, I mean, the man went to jail for, uh, writing a letter about killing the president. So, uh, you know, I mean, how much it, it can only be trolling, but so much if you're willing to go to jail over it. Um, so, and somebody says in the, uh, chat room too, that, Buzzfeed loves guys like you they, The articles just write themselves I do think there's a, an element of truth To that as well um, Okay So let's, uh, let me ask you about this I think this is something on everybody's mind To some degree Or another um, You have a, a Theme listed in your manifesto Of something called benevolent White supremacy Can you tell people what that is What the idea there is
1: so the idea is uh, aristocracy. Essentially, we should have rule by the best, however we can. And we've we've seen empirically that the countries that have been led by whites, you know, especially Germanic whites, have, uh, you know, you know, for example, Russia when it was uh, uh, under the House of Romanov, you know, the Tsar. Uh, those countries have been more prosperous. You know, they've had. Better government than the countries that were led by non-whites, uh, and so I, th- I think it is good to have uh, whites in charge of the government. And uh, even if the law doesn't explicitly disenfranchise non-whites, you know, we still have kind of a setup that gives whites an advantage in being able to control the government. You know, like the electoral college gives these states like Nebraska, you know, which are heavily white, you know, and uh, more votes than would be proportional. So, um, Yeah, another option that we could have is the system Curtis Yarvin uh, put forth, which was neocameralism. That means make the government a for-profit corporation, and since whites tend to be those who are more successful in business, that's probably going to mean that that would be a white-led government as well.
0: Okay, and so are you hoping? Do you want an ethno state, or like does everybody else have to go, or you just want everybody ruled by whites?
1: Uh, I, yeah, I, I think uh, every country is probably going to be better off if they have uh, whites leading the government, regardless of oh. what the majority of the population is.
0: I see. So you just want every country ruled by whites. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think it would be in their best interest. But I mean, what I, like, if you look at a country like Zimbabwe? You know, they're they're run by their own kind, but are there are there rulers of their own kind really treating them? You know, at, like brothers, I right. wouldn't say so.
0: Well, bring back Rhodesia. But um, look, I, I I have to bring this up. Then uh, I mean, you want to go by statistics and you know concepts like this that people don't like to talk about. Every IQ stat out there says Asians better than white so why why should we take over and not uh you know mr china
1: well i I question whether they're as good at uh uh being as creative you know like where are the asian tech companies i mean okay there's some of them but they're not really doing what silicon valley does
0: they're not innovating you're saying they don't innovate they just sort of copy what there is
1: uh they yeah well they they kind of take our innovations and refine them so like okay we invent whites invent the car you know they come up with toyota you know they take lean manufacturing and then uh come up with a better uh, you know a better car you know they they didn't have unionized as unionized system like detroit so they were able to get the advantage and then we actually kind of maybe uh copy you know with that competition there, we actually became better again.
0: Well, I agree with so, you there. But let, let me ask you this then. Um, do you believe in racial mixing?
1: Uh, I, I think it's fine. See, I think it should be up to the father of a girl, you know, who he wants to give his daughter to in marriage. So, okay. like, like if he if he makes a judgment and says, you know, our family tradition is that, you know, we're cool with uh, race mixing, then, you know, let... let, let that process play out because there's a competition among families to, you know, breed more than the others or be more prosperous than the others. Is survival of the fittest, and the the best genes and the best culture are going to win out. You know, are you, you currently are you currently married? Uh, I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm separated right now.
0: Oh, you're separated, and your uh, your wife or your ex or whatever is she white?
1: She, she's Filipino.
0: And that's the the one you're separated from. What about the one that killed herself?
1: Uh, yeah, she claimed to be Jewish, but I've not seen any evidence of that. in know, because she was adopted, so I don't have. A now right look, all right,
0: hang on, I gotta call you out here, Nathan. Uh, now you, say in an email exchange we were having, um, I found I found this kind of funny because I I I made this prediction. There's something about this where all the guys that sort of think along the same lines as you, they're all... uh, I'll I'll give you this. You just said that you think, you know, race mixing is basically fine and the father and all that kind of stuff. But, I mean, in reality, if you think white people are the best, then it's crazy to be with a non-white. So,
1: but there's always this... Well, 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 that's kind of how that came to be. I mean, I also read Mein Kampf, you know. This stuff is... But my campaign last year was not really white supremacist. You know that. Sure, 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 sure. sure. All
0: I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I notice this trend of white nationalist type guys, where they seem to always have either Asian girlfriends or wives, or Jewish girlfriends or wives. Which, and you you claim Hitler as a hero, as a personal hero of yours. So it seems a little strange. Yeah.
1: Well, I like I. You know, I got with those girls before my racial views really evolved all that much. Uh. You know, I didn't. I wasn't really hanging out with all writers in, until like the last year or two.
0: So this is new for you're just dabbling now. But um, the the Filipino, she, I mean, it's not. A, is it a mail order sort of thing, or how did you meet her?
1: Yeah, we met uh, via internet. You know, went before uh, Cherry Blossoms, which is one of those sites where you you know, uh, Westerners meet essentially, with primarily
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, essentially mail order. I mean, I, it's not a nice way of saying it, but it's not like we're saying nice things right now, so who cares? Um, and then you said you're separated from her right now. What happened?
1: That was over, I, I think, money issues. Oh, it's pretty much, much, Okay, okay, that's that was a social experiment because. She was like, "Okay, I don't, I don't uh, mind if I'm the main breadwinner, you know." And then she comes here, and then uh, her natural female tendencies want to be taken care of kick in, and she's like, "Okay, well, you need to give me a better life." I, it's you, know. a,
0: you say it's a social experiment. I mean, that's not a YouTube prankster or something. It's not a social experiment. To uh, well, it, it, order it, it, it's a lady, exper-
1: it's, it, it was a small scale <laughs> experiment, you know, to see. Okay, <laughs> hey, it's a social experiment.
0: Actual- yeah, forget about it. Yeah, it's so hey, whatever. I just ordered a lady here from uh, the Philippines. It's a social experiment. You can't just do that. <laughs> I don't
1: know. What, what do you? It, it's it's some kind of experiment. I don't know what you want to call it.
0: <laughs> well, I, yeah, the the great experiment, I guess. So you say, all right. So you've got a, you know, there's these. Uh, Sort of conflicting ideals you have here, but you do call Hitler a uh, white supremacist hero. <clears throat> um, what do you what do you tell? I mean, obviously that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. What do you tell people when you tell them that? Well, I don't
1: know. I, I liked his book. You know. it's a it's, uh, it's it's more better written than. Hey, kept the trains report.
0: running on time. Yeah, no, he re- he wrote a great book. Um, a lot of people won't read it, but sure, yeah. People aren't reading Mein Kampf, they are reading Culture of Critique, but uh, sure, yeah, okay.
1: Well, well, and what would have happened to Germany if Hitler had not come along, what would have happened? Would, Would Germany have been taken over by Marxists, and would those Marxists have been any better than the Nazis?
0: Well, probably if Hitler didn't do it, it would have been somebody else very similar to Hitler doing very similar stuff.
1: Do you think the Holocaust happened? Uh, I mean, I'm not a Holocaust expert, but I'm not going to assume that it happened. Right. I mean, at the very Uh, least. Because here's the thing Uh, criticism or uh, Holocaust denial has been suppressed so much that it makes me suspicious about why it's being suppressed.
0: Sure, yeah. You don't, I mean, at the very least, you don't believe in the six million, right?
1: Uh, Six gorillion? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it it sounds kind of. Who knows? I mean, I, I'm not an expert on it. I mean, but I know that we're not allowed to question it, so that that is a red flag to me. You know, because you don't have to ban people from saying that the sky is orange. Right.
0: But your first you know, you, your first wife, she claimed to be Jewish.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, and made a big deal about it. You know, wore the Star of David earring and all that. That's and then it, it wrote, wrote like a multi-part essay on how not to be anti-Semitic, and then another multi-part essay.
0: Were you on my when you were when the, you were with her? Were you anti-Semitic then, or is that a later development?
1: Uh, that's more of a later development. But the thing is, at this point, the way I look at uh, Jews is that they're kind of destroying themselves anyway, especially the more leftist Jews. So I'm not even sure they're going to be that much of a long-term problem. Like, like, uh, they're, they're, they're outbreeding right now. I'll
0: well, tell they, that to all the they're... nations that have kicked them out, I guess. Look, uh, there's a part of me that wonders, though, did you, um, is, is any of this stuff that you think now just sort of reactionary to shit you fucked up in your life?
1: Uh, I don't know. I uh, mean, okay. it might be. I <laughs> yeah, mean.
0: I mean, well, you like your your wife left you wait, 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 and then I, hid your I, baby I, from you and killed herself. Who having similar problems She was a Jew. Oh no! I yeah no. I I certainly I understand a lot of the criticisms. But what I'm saying is, do you remember when you had a um, a wife and then she left you, hid a baby from you, and killed herself? Oh,
1: what about that?
0: Well. I'm just wondering if maybe her being Jewish maybe started implanting some thoughts in your head where you're like, eh, I don't know about these Jews. Oh well, well
1: she was a pathological liar, so like well, that. Again, women, same, so.
0: Jewish. Um, okay, fine, fine. Let's talk about I, I, let's talk about the elephant in the room because here's where I just can't get on board with you. I just okay. I can't do it. The whole, you are a pedophile who would like to have sex with your own um, daughter thing. Um, not really my style, personally. Thoughts?
1: Uh, it, like incest, incestuous marriage would be a a logical, ex- allowing that would be a logical extension of the idea that uh, women are men's property and that they start out as their Father's property and then her. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, but become the property. Uh, so if, yeah, if no, have, but it's you could property,
0: also, then, you're, you know, you could own a uh, thresher as property. It doesn't necessarily mean you ought to be sticking your dick in it, right? Yeah,
1: that's true. So it, but it, l- but, logic but, uh,
0: dictating uh, okay. something isn't always like the number one thing.
1: Have you fucked a kid, Nathan? No, but You've if, never... if I had, I wouldn't say it. Okay.
0: Sure, I, fair enough, I guess. But uh, I mean, it's it's not like you're hiding the fact that uh, you have pedophilic tendencies. I mean, you're a self admitted, uh, or at least a, a,
1: he, a hebophile, right? And a phile. Yeah, I, I did call myself that, yeah. Okay, but, but uh, there there are degrees of this, you know. Like it's kind of like who's the youngest? Uh,
0: what's it, what's the age of the youngest person you've ever been attracted to?
1: Uh, like, like want to mess around with, like maybe, or like to be curious about, like maybe, like Todd Range.
0: Oh God, Nathan, what the fuck, man? That's fucked. I don't man. know. Jesus but that's Christ!
1: Oh like, like, like Well, uh, we
0: got one. you know, what? uh, yeah. That, I think that's a little bit beyond curiosity. Like I've some. Like I'm a curious fella, right? And I believe in the old saying, "Curiosity killed the cat," but satisfaction brought him back. Um, the full saying of it, not the not the
1: misunderstanding of the saying. Um, well, well, just like there's like bi curious, there could be pedo curious.
0: Well, I don't believe in bi curious personally. I think if you're uh, bi anything, you're just a gay guy. You ever uh, have you ever been interested in a little boy?
1: No.
0: Okay, so you're you're straight, but just. You have no age barriers.
1: Um, not really. Uh, but see, I'm not primarily attracted to little kids. Like, I don't, like, sit around fantasizing about them usually. Well, you but just... I might, like, talk to these pedicels and, and we're like, oh, yeah, I wonder what that would be like. No,
0: a minute ago, you just said that you were curious about fucking a toddler. So, like. And... I said mess around. Mess around? I mean, <laughs> what? Okay, what does that mean?
1: Huh. Well, like, fuck Let them use your dick as a diving
0: push. board. What does it mess around me? Huh? Look, what What are you gonna do with? Look, you you, you can use curiosity as like a uh, an excuse, right? But have you ever been curious about what your dad's butthole tastes like? No. Oh well, how come?
1: Uh, because there's like a disgust reaction.
0: All right, yeah. Most people have that when it comes to uh, doing sexual shit to non-sexual beings. Do you find children to be sexual beings?
1: Uh, sometimes they act that
0: way. No. Like. Are Are you sure you're not misreading some signals?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like you don't know. sometimes they'll kind of what, sh- what you know, do you shut think is around or whatever. All right, let, but,
0: let's let's. Were you ever? Uh, did you ever do anything sexual as a toddler? Not that I remember. Not that you remember. But so, all right, let's put, let's get Nathan into little Nathan's shoes. And let's imagine you're uh, a five-year-old, right? So old old enough to remember. And, uh, you know, a man comes around. Let's call him, let's just say he's a uh, 30-something-year-old man, bald. He comes up to you, stranger on the street. Just a white guy. And uh, he comes up to you and he's like I don't know, kind of looks like you're uh, Giving me the eyes You're looking a little, little sexual to me um, How about I? Uh, wh- what say you come with me? And then he picks you up And he puts you in the back of his car And uh, he makes you You know As a five year old little boy Ride his penis um, Until he Let's call it orgasms, and there's cum all over you. And then you remember that for the rest of your waking nightmare life. How would you feel about that?
1: Well, see, like being that age is so distant from being 37. I mean, it's hard to even put myself in my shoes at that time. But yeah, I'm also straight. So I don't know. It's really hard to say because there have been some men who are like yeah when i was a kid i messed around with some adult men and i actually enjoyed it and it and then they're cool with it after that so i don't know do we discount those stories and say well they were just trying to rationalize what happened or
0: say well, that they
1: may, falsified the story
0: i 100 percent I, I uh you know think that that's probably what leads to a lot of people being gay as an
1: adult but what is it uh, but it turns them gay you're saying
0: essentially i mean it doesn't maybe not turns them gay because it doesn't happen to all of them in fact the point i was about to make was certainly the vast majority of anecdotal reports on this is i didn't care for it
1: right well yeah but it's it's politically incorrect to say that you did though.
0: you think so you <laughs> so you think people I mean, are it, lying politically because incorrect of I to say
1: i enjoyed that
0: you think people are lying about their enjoyment of uh, of being touched as a kid because it would be wrong to say you did like it. You think that's the
1: reason? Well, there could be an element of that, or it could be that they, they have in- reinterpreted it. You know, because uh, it it could be that uh, people... And, and there actually are stories of that, where, like, girls messed around with an adult, and then they were like, oh, yeah, I was fine, I actually orgasm from that and I enjoyed it and then they were like but years later then people told me that it was wrong and then I felt ashamed because I'd done something that uh, we weren't supposed to be doing you know and then they felt betrayed because society told them that they were betrayed
0: Right. All right. Let's go into our town hall meeting portion of this uh, program here. I'm going to allow anybody in the chat room to ask any questions they have of Nathan. And I will uh, you can actually uh, we'll do this as well. If you'd like to call in, you can ask as well. Four eight zero three eight two nine three eight five is the phone number to call. That's four eight zero thirty eight awful is the phone line or you can uh, message in the chat room and I'll try to read out the ones I see in there, okay? If you have any questions at all, let's let them know. It's a bit of a delay, so let's give them a second here. Again, the phone line, 480 Awful. 480 38 if you want to call, or just type it out in the chat room, and I'll see what I can do about your uh, questions. Do you like Sonic the Hedgehog? Ask somebody.
1: Uh, it's okay. I, I never had that game system.
0: With oh, the Sega. That Sega, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I went the... Uh, I stayed with the old school I the okay, and then
0: i yeah uh your your sound is cutting out just a little bit, I think we're losing uh, a little, losing a little quality with you there i You're uh the quality of the call just went down a little bit, but we'll see what happens um so yeah, I think what they're asking though about the sonic is maybe they're picking up that maybe do you have any autism? are you on the spectrum
1: at all. Uh, I- I've, uh, the last time I was evaluated, you know, for the first time, he was like, yeah, I think he might be on the, uh, the spectrum. Yeah. So yeah, I did get an official diagnosis for it, but I don't, I don't know, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think so. I was detecting that early on in this. I do think maybe you're probably full on, full blown spectrum. Um, since dogs are property, is it cool to fuck them?
1: Uh, sure.
0: Okay. Uh, if you were to kill yourself, what method would you... Actually, we'll come back to that question. Let's take this phone call. Hi there, caller. Who's this? Hey, it's Corey. Hi, Corey. You're on Podawful. Uh, We're talking to Nathan. He's running for Congress. He's a pedo. You got a question? Yeah, I got a question for him. Okay, go ahead. Um,
1: So, have you ever considered how you're making your family look? You know, you're, you're saying a lot of disgusting things, and, uh, obviously I would say most normal people would be pretty embarrassed of their child hearing these, uh, you know,
0: that their son is publicly saying they'd like to fuck a child. Well, his own, I think, was it specifically your own child or any child, Nathan?
1: Uh, probably both. Oh, okay.
0: Well, see, I with your own child, at least it makes sense logically, because that's your property. But just anyone's—I don't well, think you well,
1: should. Well, you, you could obtain other children though, if their father was like, yes, yeah, sure.
0: Oh yeah, they gave permission. Yeah, okay. So he's saying only with permission, Corey. Do you think that's going to make a difference with his family or no?
1: Um, you know, I don't think it would. Uh, I feel like uh, anyone related to him should probably be disgusted by him and uh, should probably be puking all over their shoes. Okay. But but see, every family has like a black sheep anyway, you know. It, so in, in my case, it just in my family, it just
0: happened to be me. Well, you might be the white sheep of your family, but okay. All right, well, thank you for the call, Corey. Hey, no problem. I'll talk to you later. All right, 480-38-AWFUL. Someone wanted to know, if you were to kill yourself, what method would you use? Uh, I,
1: I think, like, a, a cool method would be to get, like, one of those ED two hundred nine robots from Robocop, and then just have it like shoot you so many times that you're just gonna well, that's, go out the window.
0: That seems eat, unlikely. Eat what about uh, a?
1: <laughs> like, like, there's no way you could possibly fail, basically. You yeah. know, like, like I would want enough that it's foolproof. There's no way I'm gonna live through it, or or. Uh, yeah, like a firing squad, basically would be my favorite. Yeah, I was going to it.
0: say it seems like a foolproof way would just be to okay it with somebody else for them to shoot you as many times as it takes. What
1: yeah, and, it? and at times like when I felt suicidal, I tried to like recruit someone to be like, "Hey, can you uh, shoot me in the head?" And they're like, "No," you know. I, I,
0: you know it, have you been the, Have I, you I, been you feeling what, suicidal yeah, been at like, all
1: lately? What's that? Have oh, you not lately? no. Mm. Right. Yeah, the, the irony always is is that the people who like you don't wanna help you kill yourself because they want you to hang around.
0: Right. Yeah, it's very selfish of them. Uh I would help you. All right, let's see. Uh are you okay with slavery?
1: Slavery, uh That's a good question. Uh and that's so that's another area where it's like, okay, the NAP is gonna have to uh be reconciled with okay uh you know, alt-right ideas, but yeah, I, I'm not sure it's a system we really need. I mean, Hitler wrote that, you know, it was a phase that we went through where we used the lesser races for the advancement of civilization, but I don't know if it's the optimal system right now. I uh, mean, but but Somebody uh, asked somebody, like,
0: we're going to move on to the next one. Somebody asks, is this nigga all full of SSRIs?
1: Uh, you know, I have taken those, and yeah, I did have pretty bad effects from it.
0: Okay, yeah, it seems like maybe... I basically,
1: I did my own school shooting. Yeah, it's a long story. Cause, uh, I... I, I took a uh, super soaker full of yarn and like, sprayed another kid and oh. tried to spray the principal. God, 15, all right,
0: so, so you're basically Nicholas Cruz, got it. Um, what is your favorite yeah. race in World of Warcraft?
1: Um, I don't know, orcs are pretty cool. Orc, okay. Kind of orcs, right?
0: Yeah, all right. I'll go with. That. I don't know World of Warcraft, but I'll go with that. Um,
1: okay, can I finish what I was saying? Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, since I say women should be property, yeah, I believe in that kind of slavery.
0: Okay, so yeah, woman, women is slavery. Sure, uh, as slaves. Uh, do you ever put pencils in your asshole, or do you ever do not. any sort of butt stuff?
1: Uh, not like that. Like I, I like when girls do like a rim job.
0: Okay, you're into getting your ass eat.
1: Basically,
0: yeah. What, do you think a child would be any good at eating your ass?
1: Uh, I hadn't or, thought about that. That would probably take some cow. training,
0: huh? Again, guys, uh, 480-38-AWFUL, 480 I saw one call try to come through. Sometimes we've got a little issue with the phone system. Uh, just keep trying to call, and I'll, I'll take it as they come in. Um, what is the age where a child is most rapable to you?
1: Uh like it's easiest to rape them or it's most desirable to rape them. Or uh, both.
0: let's go let's get both answers.
1: If uh, they're different. Uh dang. <laughs> that rape sounds so harsh. Well but, uh,
0: does it? <laughs> By the way, ch- uh sex with any child is rape, so just just call it sex in your head then. Same thing.
1: Well I, yeah, it, and you know in the insular community they tend to say they rape as a social construct because they're like you know females can't give valid consent anyway so and they, you know so but yeah uh, uh like i yeah i haven't really sat around thinking about
0: that too much all right we'll give it some thought um let's see do you have yeah. uh no that's a dumb question let me find another one here uh, are you a conspiracy theorist like uh do you, what do you think about sandy hook 911 illuminati <phone rings> You think uh, think totally about that. Like the- think about that one while I take this call. Hi there, who's this?
1: Yeah. Hey, this is Join Colt.
0: Hi there, Join Cult. Uh you have a question for Nathan. He's uh running for Congress. He's yeah. he's uh, I'm just a- wondering
1: how fucking diluted are you? He He talks of this stuff like well, he's a straight face. It's disgusting. Well if I'm diluted, then I wouldn't know I was diluted. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he deserve
0: a bullet? Huh? Uh he asked, "Do you think Steve? you deserve a bullet uh not rolling, okay, but maybe we well, uh and by the way uh vinnie who' who just called in, he just hung up, but the guy that just called in, I believe is a fifteen year old boy um uh-huh, so I don't know, does that do anything for you, or just girls right
1: uh yeah,
0: okay, so what what about the conspiracy thing nine eleven sandy hook, what's your ideas there?
1: Um, uh, yeah. I'm usually not really into that.
0: No. So you think they happened exactly the way the news says? Uh no, like the, the news is uh,
1: yeah, pretty biased. Uh What's but, what's uh, the uh what's I the oldest never, I just never really got it. What?
0: What's the oldest person you've ever been attracted to? Like your Older?
1: grandma or Probably like mid forties or something, yeah, like like kind of
0: thing, yeah it's interesting to me that uh you don't really think too much about old people, but you do think about children, um because why not get curious about the elderly if you're going to get curious about a child, because the elderly are still technically sexual in the most technical sense, but still. Um, or as a child, has not reached the age of sexual maturity by any biological standard.
1: Uh, yeah, well, it could be evolutionary psychology. I mean, it could be there's personality differences. Like, as women get older, their personalities become more masculine and that kind of stuff. Do you it, think? Yeah. Do you
0: think it's possible at all that maybe you just have like a fucking tumor, or your brain is missing like a a large chunk or something, and that's why?
1: Uh, well, we we don't really know. I mean, it, it not a lot is is really known about uh, the causes of pedophilia, you know, and that goes for mental health in general.
0: All know. right. Well, let's but take this phone call. Hi there. You're on the show. Who's this? Hey there. Uh, this is Lenny Ways. Okay. Hi there, Lenny Ways. Can you quiet down the Play-Doh Factory in the background? Yeah, I'm working on it. All right. Thanks. So you got a question for Nathan here? Nathan's running for Congress. He's from Virginia. He likes uh Hitler. Oh, cool, cool. Uh yeah, my question was since since women are property, mm-hmm. uh and and even when they die, are they still property and, and does that make it okay to fuck dead people? That's a great and question. And have you ever been curious about fucking dead people? Oh great question. Nathan, what do you think about that? Can you fuck a corpse?
1: Uh sure, why not?
0: All right. Well, there you go. And uh, would you prefer, like, if a if it was a child's corpse, would you prefer that, or do you think you'd prefer an older corpse?
1: Oh man, that's a tough one. Uh, <laughs> that
0: sure it sure is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that really put some thought into that one. All right, well, thank you, Lenny Ways, for that call. I had to hang up on him because the fucking whole Play-Doh factory was making a sound in the background. Um, let's see. Holy shit, th- this dude totally has a fucked brain. Uh, missing pieces indeed. Uh, you should go on Dr. Phil and get some stem cells to fix your brain. What do you think about that? Would you be willing to, if we could get you on Dr. Phil, would you be willing to go on there to get some stem cells?
1: Uh probably not. It might
0: make it even worse I don't think that's possible all right well, uh Nathan, I wish you the absolute worst of luck. you fucking freak. what is wrong with you? Do not fuck children uh this is disgusting i uh I do hope you I hope you get suicidal again, man.
1: Okay. Well, I'd
0: have to call him. All right. Thank you so much for the interview. Appreciate it. Thank you. uh, Thank you to Nathan For uh, being an inhuman monster, and I hate him. I agree with all this patriarchy stuff, though. All right, guys. Well, that's the show. If you enjoy what we're doing here at Pod Awful, and you want more of it, we've got a Patreon-like system called the Pizza Fund. PodAwful.Pizza is the link. Get access to all of our bonus content for as little as a dollar, and there are many different levels to choose from. That's it. That's the entire show. I'll see you guys on Wednesday for our bonus show on Wednesday. PodAwful.Pizza once again, and uh, blessings. from dear God and sacrifices from dear God for small Ryan. All right. Uh, until next time, have an awful day. Head over to potawful.com slash iTunes and subscribe to us on iTunes. We're live every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern at potawful.tv. Love the show? Keep it going by donating to the Pizza fund. potawful.com slash support. And anything else you need is at potawful.com. Hey there, don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.